Ooh, someone got a toe in the asshole in Bellator 223. I don't. Please stop. <laughs> that happened. How? Never mind. Never mind. I retract the how. Jorge Canella. Nope. <laughs> he got a toe in the pooper? I reject. No, he put the toe in the pooper of the other guy. I reject oh. this information. Is that a legal move? He won. So if it is, it doesn't disqualify him. Getting towed in the butt by an MMA fighter looks as terrible as it sounds. Well, okay, now I need to see Okay. (laughs) In an MMA match, putting your toe up your opponent's butt may not be a disqualifier. It would instantly lead to me doing something that would get me disqualified, though. There are good movies and there are great movies but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema stop looking at this one we are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find sit around our monthly theme to answer one simple question would you watch it again i'm jay and i'm joined by dave and casey Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. We wrapped up Off-Brand Serial Month last week with Snakes on a Train. And this month, we're going to kick it off with Toes in the Sandler. All of the Adam Sandler movies that we can just... We can be like participants to go along on his vacations with them. So Casey, you are kicking it off this week. What do we watch? The term is toe button. Get off Urban Dictionary. This isn't an Urban I'm Dictionary podcast. I'm old. I'm already uncomfortable from watching Adam Sandler movies, and now you're going to do this too? So Dave introduced me to a podcast I've never listened to still, sorry. But mm. the idea of the podcast was two guys watch an Adam Sandler movie, Jack and Jill, every week for a year. And honestly, I've only seen the cover of this film, so I knew I had to be (laughs) the first one to bring this to Toes in the Sandler Month. 2011's Jack and Jill. This film is only 10 years old. Wow. Only 10 years old. Time. How? How does it work? Anytime anyone's like, we've come so far, just be like, this was 10 years ago. Have we? I'm... I'm 10 years older having watched this. I don't understand how the film can only be 10 years old. All right. Well, Case, we've got a lot to talk about tonight, so let's just hop right into this. But first, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your pitch. Uh, After a night out drinking, you have joined a random birthday party occurring at a steakhouse nearby. Uh, There's quite a few celebrities here, and unbeknownst to you, you've sent Al Pacino all the wrong signals. Uh, He really, really thinks something's getting started between the two of you tonight. Uh, And he's coming up (laughs) behind you right now to get a taste of that sweetness. Hell yeah. So in the 10 seconds before Pacino picks you up like a bowling ball, sell us on this movie. Adam Sandler hates women, and also today I learned I'm not strong enough to let Al Pacino simp for me because he had me at Free Pastry Chef. I love you, Al. Seven, seven seconds? Eight seconds? seconds. Yeah, I, I think it was seven. I, I, okay, so free, free Pastry Chef. That's what does it for you. I mean, it is Al Pacino. I, Hell yeah! I, pastry I, Chef? Like, oh my God, it, you the only way this can get better if you tell me this is like a feeder relationship because like I'm that. all right in. Right there with you. 
right there. All with you. in. Did you see those cakes? Okay. They were incredible. Does this man do pies? Because I all will marry in. I'm all in, and I now give you permission to be all in me. So, Al, sign, seal, delivered. This is supposed to be about Adam Sandler month, and we're talking about Al Pacino. So let's first go over the movie <laughs> no. that Shitty Cinema watched. Please don't make us. All right, let's just talk about Pacino and cakes for a while, and then we can all go to bed. Adam Sandler's Jack is just his latest new Adam Sandler persona. You know the one. He's an overworked Hollywood advertising executive who is just oozing tired dad vibes. He's living the American dream with his big house, Katie Holmes' wife, and two kids. All's going pretty well until his twin sister Jill shows up for Thanksgiving. Aw, fuck this! Nobody told me that Adam Sandler is just playing his old 90s persona, but in drag. Jill is working class, Jill isn't educated, Jill's obviously lonely, she abrasively attaches herself to others, and she has absolutely no social grace with all of the classic Sandler yelling! And now I'm yelling because I was teased that we weren't going to get the 90s Adam Sandler, and now I'm saddled with both modern Adam Sandler and 90s Adam Sandler. That is, it's that just is like, a special It's curse. still just 90s Adam Sandler, but he's in old man face because he's an old man now. <laughs> the same fucking movies it's always the same movies ad exec jack is trying to get al pacino to do a commercial for dunkin donuts new dunkachino get it because dunkachino and pacino sort of sound alike i get i don't put it in urban dictionary uh okay you know what i do want to know what you get on urban dictionary if you look up (laughs) dunkachino So Jill is staying with Jack from Thanksgiving through Hanukkah because their mom died and she's friendless and lonely, obviously. She's friendless because she is just the worst parts of Adam Sandler in a dress. Dad Vibes Sandler takes 90 Sandler and drag to a Lakers game. The idea is that Dad Vibes will be able to double dip on family time and soliciting the actual Al Pacino playing Al Pacino. In a twist of what can only be described as brilliant comedic writing, Pacino only has eyes for 90 Sandler and drag. All right, so cue a Russian nesting doll of Adam Sandler movies inside of an Adam Sandler movie. We get a parade (laughs) of celebrity cameos, relentless advertisements, and of course he takes all of his friends out of vacation. This time, it's a cruise. Along the way, Jack pushes Jill to date Pacino because, you know, men give meaning to women's lives, despite the fact that Jill actually meets someone who is genuinely interested in her. Fortunately, the movie doesn't even pretend to give us any reasons why he likes her, but at least it isn't forcing her to date someone for her brother's financial gain. He has a pastry chef in his home. I feel like you're excusing a lot for this pastry chef. (laughs) It's like midnight. That guy should be home with his family, and instead he, like... Brought nine cakes and is like, I'll make you whatever the fuck you want. Have you seen those cakes that are just giant Swiss cake rolls? What? Yeah. Yes. That's what I want. Make okay. Me those. Yeah. So where are you going to let him touch you? It's negotiable. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. Yeah. Giant Swiss cake roll. Oh. Yes. Yeah. It's like the size of a human baby. Either cheek and the opposite nipple but only cheek. He can't, you know, try and sneak anything in there. That's my offer, Al. On the cheek? Hey, For that he's... cake? You bougie bitch. No, 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 no. Butt cheek. Oh, That's, okay. Yeah. Either butt cheek and then the opposite nipple. That's what he's got access to for that cake. So he can, like, lick your nipple. 
only while I'm actively eating the cake. <laughs> oh, no. See, it might ruin the cake for you yeah, forever, though, because yeah. every time you eat I, it. That would not be. I want my cake. I would want to eat half first, have them do it, and then eat the other half. <laughs> Jack is obviously addicted to Jill because it's Adam Sandler. He's got to be addicted to somebody in his movies. His wife, Katie Holmes, chastises him for it because she's somehow oblivious to how terrible both versions of Adam Sandler are in this movie. Wait, was right? that from a different Adam Sandler movie? I think she, in real life, had a frontal lobotomy, so she's just pleasant to any man. <laughs> so I think they can just kind of, like, push her on stage, and she's, oh, my goodness, I'm so soft-spoken. Never mind, Dave. I don't I don't think we need to talk about that. You also knew the moment the brother wants you to date Pacino plot line was introduced that Jack was going to dress up as Jill. And, of course, he does. And that made me the most angry i knew it was coming and it was just it was worse than i could have even possibly imagined i, mean, it's, I was it's... so checked out by then i yeah. was so <laughs> checked out like i didn't even have a feeling that that came around the one hour mark and when we get to talking about the intimate details of this ask me about my experience at the one hour mark and i'll, <laughs> I'll explain it's Anywho. important Pacino and Jill find out about it. Drama ensues. In the end, though, everything just magically works out for Adam Sandler. Because despite the fact that the rest of the movie is just assholes being assholes to each other, in the end, everything's all good. Jill dates her actual love interest. Pacino shoots the Dunkachino commercial. And Jack and Jill bond like they were when they were children. So, before we get too far into this, I, I it's the month's theme is Toes in the Sandler. So, I want to set some kind of framework for us right off the bat. Okay. I, I want to hear from the two of you. What makes good. an Adam Sandler movie? Cause I got oh some, God. I got a couple theories on this, but like, so as we start talking about Adam Sandler movies with some art air quotes there, what does that mean to you? He's got to do a voice. Okay. He's got to do a voice. He always has to do some sort of lisp to be um, feminine or He's got to do an accent. He's got to have a shtick in yeah. his voice. Despite the fact he only has about four voices that he just puts varying degrees of stank on. I'm going to say two, <laughs> but you're being generous. I, I, I'm absolutely giving him a little bit extra in there. And I'm including like the goat, which is just a couple of them blended together. But okay. I'm glad that the Christmas spirit still fills you a week after. <laughs> two weeks, excuse me. Okay, so so Case, you're in with he's got to do a voice. Jay, what what yeah. what's a, a seminal quality of an Adam Sandler movie to you? I'm gonna take the easy road and say that he has a uh, shall we call it a um, a harem of actors that he selects from, right? So like yeah. SNL alum Nick yeah. Schwartzen, right? And and. Happy Madison people. Uh, right. Yeah, anybody, any of the happy Madison. If Kevin Nealon doesn't show up, then come on, man. What the fuck? Was he in the hospital? Is he okay? I yeah, know. where the fuck was Kevin Nealon in 2011? Weeds was over, I think. Should have been. All right. any I Because I think there's two distinct genres of Adam Sandler movies. You're right? looking for an answer. Tell us. Well, I, I just... Because you've got the, the, the sort of old school original Adam Sandler movies where it's, like you said, it's an SNL character that got old after 90 seconds indefinitely by the third sketch. And yet somehow we've got a whole length movie out of it. Yeah, right. You know, 
like right. like your little Nickies or the like, or you've got the modern era Sandler movies, which is him on vacation with a bunch of his friends, basically just playing himself, <laughs> right? Right. Late era Sandler. Yes. If we're gonna talk about him, like the true artist that he is. Gotcha. The early period and the late period. He got yes. paid twenty million dollars to go on a cruise with his friends for this movie. So you know, I mean, the whole thing wasn't shot on the boat. I know that's the best part. They didn't right. work that, that much on the boat. Right, like Why they, they did maybe there? three days work on the boat. If right. I'm being generous, and I know he booked like some ten day cruise for that. Right, you book a ten day cruise, you shoot for three days, and then you and cruise. You kick for everybody days. off at port on day three. No, no, no. This is not for the staff. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Take your shit and Bye. go. See ya. No cameras. I it benefit. He brings so many of his friends along with if they decide they want to pull a mutiny while they're out in international waters. He's got a fair number of people there with him. Yeah. Right. You know, also, they're not going to because they want to keep getting hired and going on vacation. So basically, all of his co-stars are going to be like his fucking bodyguards. Yeah. He straight up Except put for his Katie kids- Holmes. Yeah. She's apologizing to an ice machine somewhere in a hall on the wrong floor. He straight up put his kids in the movie this time so that he had an excuse for them to be on the cruise with him. They were the two little kids uh, clapping along to the uh, double dutch scene when they were on the cruise ship. Good. Smart That is call. the last place I would want my kids is <laughs> on a cruise ship with me. Yeah, I know, right? You got to stay with grandma and grandpa. What if we die? The family line must go on. Here was my experience watching this. About 20 minutes into the movie, I was actually kind of thinking Jack and Jill might have gotten a bad rap. I oh, was what? Not, Are you kidding me? Yeah, I was not. Now, let me elaborate. I was not thinking it was good by any means whatsoever. It was a terrible film already. But I was thinking to myself, you know what? I owned multiple Adam Sandler comedy albums I did in too. high school. Yeah. Like, knowing I've got a higher Sandler tolerance than most. And from the sales pitch of this is a movie where Adam Sandler plays his own, this is a movie where Adam Sandler plays his own twin, I was getting everything I expected out of that pitch at at about the 20 minute mark. At the 45 minute mark, I was physically exhausted. (laughs) Yeah. You didn't expect them to keep up that pace. It just kept, at the one hour mark, I took my headphones off and just relied on subtitles for about 10 minutes because I just couldn't anymore. I needed at least that little bit. We watched it on Amazon Prime, and it had mm. commercials. Oh, God. And honestly, that first commercial break was like oh. a drink of cool water <laughs> yeah, really in a desert. I looked yeah. at Jay, and I was like, this is another one of those times I think he wants to hit me, but knows he can't. <laughs> like, he okay. wants to. Let me walk you through my experience, because it was very visceral. So I've I've been only peripherally aware of Jack and Jill, and I didn't uh-huh. know that Adam Sandler played twins, and I didn't have my glasses on when it's I saw the pitch. cover, so I didn't fucking read, and it you had completely been oh forgotten. God. So I sit down, and I'm starting to watch it, and the second I see Sandler in drag, I lose my shit. He does the voice... From the album that had Do It For Mama, that was the Do It For Mama voice that he does for the whole fucking thing, right? And I go, oh, fuck no. And that was it. I was off the bus right there. (laughs) He was was so angry. I'm not taking notes. (laughs) I I wrote two fucking things down. 
it tried to keep up the same pace as high school high for jokes, but does not have nearly the class or intelligence of high school high. <laughs> I, I know, right? Like it just was like when when you first meet Jill, you're like, okay, this is all right. There's zip zip. And usually there's a calming down period where they try to develop a character and let it have a personality. That never happened for anybody. No one at all. So it just was barrage of just low-hanging, rotting fruit. Yeah, and that that went for both the characters they were playing as well as the movie's plot itself. The movie itself was tired of the Al Pacino storyline by about its third scene. No, I loved Al Pacino was the other cool drink of water in the desert that we were drowning in. If it wasn't a commercial, it was an Al Pacino scene. And he's a delight. Yeah, he was a lot of fun. I just hated his story. Because, uh, like I said, by the third scene in, it's just, oh, my God, she obviously Pacino's going to get over this and she's going to go get with Felipe. So can we just not do this anymore? There's a scene about uh, when just before they go on the cruise, just before they go on the cruise, when Pacino takes the call from uh, Adam Sandler about uh, Jill on the cruise. That's where that storyline should have ended. It was so fucking done. Although Pacino showing up at the end as Don Quixote was goddamn fantastic. I I love that. Honestly, okay. So in the first scene, we see him doing King Richard. I think it's it's some Shakespeare shit. Somebody smart will know it. Good for you for reading. Um, I have a podcast. Anyway, he's doing this dramatic scene, and someone's phone is going off in the audience, and he fucking wigs out. But it's so perfect and natural and I've also had that same monologue in my head at like a movie theater or honestly if you're at a grocery store and you're within five feet of me and your phone rings I want to smash it um and it upsets me because Al Pacino won a Razzie for this performance and Man, I don't this think movie that's won right all the Razzies for all right performance he should have been unscathed there wasn't one actor worse then Al Pacino, I care in fucking tea there was. How about Adam Sandler? This was the same year as Twilight 3 came out, as well as Transformers Dark of the Moon. Okay, okay. Wow. Al Pacino was not worse than <laughs> anyone in either of those movies. Those so, are some bangers. I'm wow, fucking fired like, up yeah. right now. Our, so Al Pacino won Worst Supporting Actor. Wait. Our other alternatives were Nick Swardson for this plus another Al, or plus another Adam Sandler movie. Okay. <laughs> Patrick Dempsey in Transformers Dark of the Moon. Don't remember enough about the Dr. Transformers Bahati. series. I have any idea. Yeah, just Patrick yeah. Dempsey. Um, James Franco in Your Highness. Annie Franco is always going to be my worst supporting actor, I think. So I get that. Let's go back to Jack and Jill. And also the other films that Dave mentioned. What was going on in 2011 or 2010 when these were filmed? Like, what about this period of time? We're in between election years. The Mayans said we should be dead in two years in 2012. I think everybody's kind of ramping up to that. <laughs> I think the iPhone had just come out. It wasn't that old. It was like three years old. Yeah, we were um, all very, very distracted. <laughs> yeah. People like are falling old. into the internet. Um, left, right, and center. 
But I listen, I will die on that hill. I, Al Pacino should not have gotten a Razzie for this. But you said, Jay, that this has 11 Razzies? 12. 12 wow. Razzies? 12. It won every category it was nominated in. Yeah, it was wow. the first sweep in the history of the Razzies. Uh, yeah. For, well, no, there was one that had previously won every category it was nominated in, but it was had only been in eight categories. Oh, okay. Gilly. Gotcha. That was it. So, yeah. <laughs> nominated in 12. Won 12. Uh, for Adam Sandler, this is the first time that one person has won both worst actor and worst actress. <laughs> how how do you guys feel about Adam Sandler's performance as his own twin, and how does this rank to other own twin performances? Okay, so if I'm rating this movie, I'm gonna a rate it as this is not Bloodsport, but also he is no Van Damme. Van Damme has played his own twin, like, I don't know, three, four times. Several <laughs> times, yeah. Okay. No, like, it's above one. three. Um, no, Adam Sandler, I'm going to need you to take a seat. Please don't all right, do so ever. Are you, are you putting all Van Damme twin performances above this? Yes. Yes. All right. Is yeah. that a yeah, question? I guess. Thanks, babe. So long as he roundhouse kicks, it's a better performance than this. So, yeah, I agree. As long as his pecs show up, it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, what about, uh, like, Lindsay Lohan? Is a goddess. I would say she plays her own twin the best. Uh, you know, uh, Apparent Trap it might be the gold standard Ooh. for it, but she's done it twice. Um, but I, I did I didn't not watch, watch I know the who second one. Me. Yeah, I didn't watch that one either. I think we need to bring it to shitty cinema, though. Oh, God. I've been meaning to. It's way too late in Lindsay Lohan's career. Hey, hey. Can it be low hand me down month? <gasps> so good. Yeah. Oh, man. Guys, listen, <laughs> we keep going off the rails. And I think it's just because this movie was so fucking bad. We don't want to talk about it. And Dave, good on you for watching it twice. I kept telling myself, I'm like, ah, yeah, I I'll put to. it on you? at work. I or had I'll... to. Yeah, because we Dave, had to you're reschedule. you're the bravest man I know. We had to reschedule, so we're coming into this five days later than I was originally planning to, and I forgot everything about this movie. <laughs> Honestly, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that, that I, I have forgotten a lot. Um, they're just, oh my God, this movie, I'm not trying to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. I feel like when I watch this movie, Adam Sandler hates women, and I don't know what women did to Adam Sandler uh, but just every woman in an Adam Sandler movie is an insufferable cunt or a warm hole. So let's let's go through some of the female characters in this movie, right? We have Jill. Katie Holmes. Is she people? Female. Okay. Uh, I mean, we really only have two of any substance. We got Katie Holmes and Jill. So where are we starting? Dear Hollywood. We don't fucking like Katie Holmes. You can make her as nice as apple fucking pie in everything you put her in, but we don't nice. fucking like her. Stop. She's, like, unlikable. She's absolutely... There's nothing to her. To call her a wet paper towel would be generous. Yeah. She's also completely unnecessary to the plot. Right. Like, she has essentially t two scenes where she drops truth bombs on Adam Sandler's Jack character. But, like, literally any character could have walked in and done that. They could have had Otto, the homeless man, walk out of the woods and deliver <laughs> them. And then they would have been funnier. 
and it would have worked as an Adam Sandler thing. Or, you know, had one of the, like, 800 celebrity cameos deliver it. Oh, God. Okay, we got to talk about the women so first you... before we get to the celebrity cameos. All right, sorry, I'm jumping Okay, the shark. I was like, are you suggesting that Katie Holmes was just cameo, cameo I can't even say the word, cameoing herself? Uh, yeah, I think so, actually. I think this was just a way, I think she's friends with Adam Sandler and he wanted to bring Katie Holmes on the cruise this time. So he just... I mean, he knows she's agreeable. She was stuck with Tom Cruise for like 10 years. That's true. She oh, will God. say yes to anything. I mean, you'd, you'd think you'd be a little warier about entering international waters, though. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no, no, no. After I'm, she went through Scientology, I'd probably right. never get on a boat again. All right. So, yeah, we got Katie Holmes, the completely unnecessary wet paper bag of a character. And then we've got Jill, which... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. What did we do to you, Adam Sandler? Hold on. I, I got to The worst fucking part of Katie Holmes' character for me was when they're in the movie theater and Jill's phone rings, Jack yells at Jill, and then fucking Katie Holmes yells at Jack for yelling at Jill. Like, bitch, she's talking on the phone in the movie theater. That's illegal. That's like driving with your dome light on. Yeah, yeah. You can get arrested. That's a real crime. And it's not victimless. It's not, but you should go to jail for it. Because I agree. Reasonable people in a reasonable society don't do that. She answers it. Yeah. Ah, You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, I left my phone on. She has a full-ass conversation. No, that's firing squad. Yeah, that's like, and that's what Adam Sandler thinks is a joke. He thinks a joke (laughs) is... To have someone answer their cell phone and talk obnoxiously on it in a movie theater in 2011. Yeah, that was a real fresh joke. Dude, we had like eight commercial breaks and it was awesome. It It was was awesome. It was the way to watch it. You (sighs) had like 35 commercial breaks because this movie includes (laughs) a shit ton of just random either commercials or product salesmen. Oh my God. Man, I want to just drink a Pepsi on a carnival cruise while right. I dunk in my donuts in a pool? <laughs> Question? Yeah, I mean, the main, the main quote-unquote plot, we'll, we'll generously call it that, of the movie is a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Yeah. And Jack works at an ad agency, which is a good excuse for them to get a whole bunch of different corporate spokesmen to show up to his birthday party, which, hey, pro tip, Hollywood – don't put random, like, as-seen-on-TV actors in your movies, and you'll have a much lower <laughs> chance of having pedophiles show up in them. Two. Two pedos confirmed. We had multiple? We saw Jared Vince? in there. Who's the other oh, one? Oh, wait, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Vince, Vince isn't, isn't a pedo. No, he just beats up pokers. Yeah. No, he didn't beat up. I'm sorry, he did not beat up a sex worker. He got oh. beat up by a sex worker. <laughs> Even better. I think she kicked his ass. I'm 99% sure. <laughs> I think he tried to stiff her and she was like, oh, fuck no. I cannot continue to stare into the nothingness that is Jack and Jill. Honestly, I just want to talk and think about anything else. So, Dave, I'll kick it off with you. 2011's. Jack and Jill, would you watch it again? Yeah, we started out 
really strong and focused in our conversation and we're making we tried. Good points and then there's <laughs> just degraded so quickly because there's just there's not really anything to talk about here it is an snl sketch stretched out into 90 minutes and it's like every time i go back and watch adam sandler snl sketches on youtube and remember that most of his snl material was nowhere near as good as i remembered it being this was an absolute endurance trial of a film. I cannot believe I had to sit through this twice. Um, I'm shocked that there's someone out there making a podcast where they watch this repeatedly because that oh is just staring into the eye of Cthulhu. It's torture. Um, Listen, not, if you donate to our Patreon, awesome, but maybe you should give no, them go, some money. Go they give need them help. Money. I'm not religious, but I'm going to pray for those men tonight because I am. I, I can't imagine what repeated viewings of this does to the human soul. Um, no. So with that in mind, no, I am absolutely not going to watch Jack and Jill again. This was this was oh. an absolute nightmare. I have no interest in ever doing this again. Damn you. I'm so scared for this month now. I'm I, scared. You did J this, Casey. <laughs> Jay, how about you? 2011, 2011's Jack and Jill, would you watch it again? Casey? Yeah. I'm cutting you off from sex. No, I'm not going to watch this fucking movie. I'm that fucking pissed. I'm done. Casey, Jack and Jill, would you watch it again while you're not getting fucking laid? Um, He's not cutting you off. He's physically incapable after viewing this film. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't His work. His penis inverted. He's chemically a eunuch now. His yeah, brain it's... just sent out the kill order to his dick. Um, Listen... I wanted to really enjoy Al Pacino in this, and I did. I did enjoy Al Pacino at some points, and I learned I would get in a van full of puppies with Al Pacino because I think he could talk me into it, but I don't think he could talk me into watching Jack and Jill again. Oh! Fuck no. This was a testament of endurance, of strength, of <laughs> is my marriage going to yeah. last this? I was just staring into the wrapping paper. Like, I just couldn't do it. So, no, I don't want to watch it again. I don't want to talk about this movie again. The verdict is in. We're starting <laughs> Toes in the Sandler Month at a shocking three out of three. We would not fucking watch this again. But it's up to you. Don't watch this. Please save yourself. Um, Good next news, week, it's a five-week month. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Jay, what are you bringing next week? Next week, I'm going to bring That's My Boy with Adam Sandler and Andy Samberg. No, Ooh. SNL. No. Oh, yeah, this, um, I haven't seen this. This will be my first viewing, so uh, it looks terrible. Yeah, I have not either, but I know it was criticized for apparently, quote, making light of incest. So, you know. <laughs> Why is that our that theme in this podcast? Shitty cinema. That is shitty cinema. Follow us on Facebook at sh.ttycinema, <laughs> patreon.com slash shitty cinema, Twitter, bad movies, bad people, PPL, Instagram, casey.cinema. I don't even know. I'm just really fucking upset. And in the meantime, let's turn out the lights. Order some cakes and see where Al Pacino wants to touch you. Huh?